Welcome back, everyone, to a Jed and Gary wrestling podcast. This is some new content for you right now. So me and Gary have had this idea since the day we wanted to set up our wrestling podcast of just outlandish predictions. You can follow us at Twitter at Jed and Gary. No, it's not, is it? Yeah, it's Jed and Gary. Yeah, it's w- Jed and Gary WP. Thank you. Repeat that, Gary, because I'm on mode. All right. So Twitter, it's at Jed and Gary. WP. And if you'd like to follow me personally, it's at GForce4Life with the number four and a Y instead of an I. Just because when you're GForce, you're GForce4Life. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's like I had a hearing aid then and you were just speaking like, come on, Jed, listen, listen now. <laughs> um, but no, this is an idea me and Gary have had for a long time. Um, we usually just spam out uh, tweets, uh, tweets about just random things we think that's happening. But when we've got an idea that we can expand a little bit on, this is where we're going to go down. So we do also reviews and previews of AEW. We are mostly AEW related at this period of time with a few wrestling questions at the very end about miscellaneous, anything the topic of the world, past, present or future. But this is all about our outlandish predictions. I'm starting this one off because I was on the way to the supermarket today, driving along, and um, I had some music in the background. And for some reason, um, I've got AEW theme songs on my playlist, by the way, just for, just for your preference. And Judas, Chris Jericho's one came on. And it's nothing to do with Judas, but AEW sprung in my head straight away. I was driving along, driving along, and I just thought, what happens if Brody Lee wins the title and they need to continue this prestigious run of the TNT Championship because Cody's done an absolutely superb job. And if you look at the people, the best example is Ricky Starks. Um, them sort of people that come through, they've won a contract through, haven't they? So what happens if Brody Lee offers a different kind of contract with this title? He wins it. He wins it off Cody. Good, clean finish. And basically says, anybody that wants to challenge me for this title, you can have it if you beat me. But if you lose you're going to join the Dark Order. Yeah, I think the most outlandish part of that would be the clean finish. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a great match of a nice, nice, beautiful, beautiful, crafty, clean finish for John Silver kicking Cody in the... Yeah, but it's going to be a clean finish. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And it's going to finish one, two, three, Brody wins. Okay, so say Brody does win, Gary. Um, he gets a title. I did come out with an absolute stupid idea on our uh, preview of this Saturday Night Dynamite in relation to his second one. We'll get into that if we want to. But if he does win, do you think this is something AEW would actually introduce? I think AEW have a bit of a nostalgia complex when it comes to World Championship Wrestling. And a lot of their ideas sort of follow on from ideas that come from the previous brand for TNT. Hmm. I don't think they would, though. Even though it would be their sort of NWO-esque thing with a little bit of a better feel towards it. Because the numbers matter when it comes to Dark Order. So it would make sense. It's just you don't want a faction getting too big. (laughs) 
Yeah, I tend to agree with you. You refresh my mind about the NWO um, growing in size a bit too much. And they have crammed down our throats, the commentators mostly. And a bit of Brodie Lee, the, the numbers do matter for the Dark Order. And how many shots have we seen in the last couple of weeks where some people are in the ring or somebody is solo in the ring and suddenly a tag team comes out of nowhere or all eight of them come out of nowhere. We saw um, Anna Jay, all the full, full set came out. Um, we, we had the attack on somebody on Dotok, because I've finished watching that now, uh, right at the very end as well. And it was just, they, they have crammed it down the thought throat. And I think if they did increase in numbers, I wouldn't mind, because when I look back, okay, when they had them little teases before the big Kenny and Hangman angle came along, we were thinking, we could both agree with this, Gary, the Dark Order. Yeah, they're, they're, they're getting better. They're okay, but they're still a bit, ooh, in the lower mid card aspect of the whole of um, the company because Brody Lee wasn't involved with them. He's escalated massively beyond compensation of how, how well it actually is and how well it's doing. But imagine people like Hamman Page at that time, he was going to be the one that was going to join them. Well, that was the, the tease, weren't it? But you're looking at storylines now where Colt Cabanon's in it, and you're like, oh, I can't believe they're taking Colt. And then if you look at the storyline on BTE with Griff Grayson, and obviously you've got the slash Jungle Boy. Imagine someone like Jungle Boy going and joining in. Um, <laughs> it would just be, oh, I, I can't believe they're taking Jungle Boy. And the perfect way to introduce that is if Brody Lee basically says, if you want the title, you can you can fight me for it. That's fine. I'm technically a heel fighting champion, but oh, curveball! You're going to join me, um, and then imagine a Jungle Boy joining, and then Luchasaurus going, "Oh, you can't do that. I'm going to face you now. And if I beat you, I'm taking the title and taking Jungle Boy back. Then he loses, and then he's in the dark order. Instead of him wearing his Dino mask, he's wearing a dark order mask with a Dino mask on top. But yes, in the long run, Gary, you've hit the nail so on the you- head. Are you legitimately stating that we would have Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy in that faction, right? Having been defeated by Mr. Brody Lee. Yes. However, the hero of the entire story freeing both of them, Marco Stunt. Oh, no. I forgot yes. about that bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm like for, like, proper David versus Goliath stories mate he would get I'll get no but the good thing is they could build it up to like a really decent imagine if this did happen they could build it up to like a really decent match this is proper fancy booking now we're going down Gary but um, they have like a decent intro video Marco stunts in for it it's like a mid-season finale match and he just ends up Brody near enough taking his head off and then he joins the Dark Order as well or if you do want it where he actually saves them both and saves like Colt and stuff because this is where the cult aspects comes into it you can have like other members of not the elite, but like the best friends, because they've been interwoven with them a little bit, like coming in to help him. And then somehow Marcoson does win and he gets the title as well. And it would just make it funnier because they'll do all the small jokes with the title just to top it off. The title will look much bigger on him. It's a bit like um, uh, a little Britain skit. I can't remember what it is, but it's that guy that shows up 
and he's asking to be part of a movie, ride the theme tune, sing the theme tune. And everything and that he gets water, handed man. down is like huge and he can do that with Michael Stump with the TNT title. <laughs> Hand him a Monopoly piece on top of the size of a house. Oh, it's, it's like if he ever would be... Um, Casino Battle Royale, and he had that chip. You have to have an angle where someone passes in the chip, and it's just huge compared to him. <laughs> uh, so funny, but no. See, um, it's got a million different possibilities. Does this story? <laughs> it really does. And stuff like this, though, I get myself in um, fantasy booking, and I corner myself in where if it doesn't happen, I'm generally disappointed in myself, thinking. Wow, I could have been a really dreadful comedy writer right now. Like my jokes are not <laughs> funny, but I'll give you the skits and you can make it funny. That, that's all that matters. Oh Jesus! WWE will love me. Like Vincent Mann will have a chuckle with me sometimes. The stuff I can give him. Yeah, they're hiring as well. And I won't be applying. Oh, that's a, that's disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> but but not all in all, Gary. We're winding back a little bit. <laughs> back on the point. Why did the NWO then, if we're mirroring that to this aspect, if Broderly goes down this line of recruiting and actually getting more in his, in his uh, dark order, and imagine if the numbers go up to like 15 or 20, why mirroring NWA is that bad? It's because it has to split the faction eventually, and you're just going to have faction wars and it takes over the entire program. I know that we like the Dark Order being on the TV and that there's something that we look forward to, but it, eventually it just becomes something that you get annoyed at more than anything. Hmm. A bit like uh, when Charlotte was on WWE, like all three brands, because it feels like it's getting crammed down you. You just, you just like, oh no, I, wanna, I just want to watch something else now, somebody else. Yeah, exactly like that. That was tedious, I'll tell you. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate because Charlotte's actually fantastic. Yeah. It's just you can't throw someone straight at you constantly because the audience will just get bored and switch off from them. And the character might then never recover. And we don't want that to happen with the Dark Order. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. They've got um, longevity with uh, the Dark Order in a way. I generally think they can do two things with them. If they cut them off entirely, that's perfectly fine. Yeah, but make it last a good year and a bit, or two years at least. Uh, maybe a bit longer if you're pushing it, depending on what kind of booking, because their booking style is amazing, and I think they can do the longevity on it. However, if they do get rid of Dark Order uh, like a bit earlier or sooner or whatever, uh, imagine your line where you've got the big, not invasion angle, but the split angle, the two like branded split. Um, yeah. ooh, I've got a bit of an idea now, just for you in a second. We mentioned it on the preview. But you can do it where the goal... But and then suddenly in like two years, three, or even five years down the line, you see snippets again of you know that guy that recruits the Dark Order, and we see the Dark Order join Dark Order like com or whatever the website was, and we see that again. That'll get a good pop. I generally think in like five years time when you haven't seen it for a good four. Yeah, well, nostalgia pops are always a great thing, which is uh, I think why AEW's sort of such a fan of them and i keep saying it's aaw that's the fan it's probably the tv company yeah so it's probably tnt 
it, it is it is because they were they were the hugest fan well hugest that's not even a word jed dictionary time um they, they were that big of a fan for orange cassidy and they wanted to put a bit more of a show on they might have even pushed orange cassidy to go against a bigger star i generally think chris jericho wanted to work with him but nevertheless tnt might have just said come on tony try and get him a bit on tv a bigger angle sort of thing so you that tnt might be behind the reins of the dark order being in a bit more uh, limelight and that's why they're trying to see if they can get the dark order over and bte into dynamite which i think is working like a dream yeah the dark order are the highlight of bte for me uh, as well as the 50 seconds for 50 plus seconds. <laughs> <laughs> like this week's with brandon cutler as a side note can i just say i did find very informative <laughs> Uh, I, I, there will be one where I'll, I'll sit down and watch the 50, 50 seconds 50 plus um, and I'll go wow I actually learned something really well then like when he <laughs> was it was it like three four weeks ago when he started hanging up the stuff around his house when Matt was like hanging stuff up yeah I think it was either last week or the week before that that one was there yeah, and I was, I was like, like really oh. impressed with that because I was like, well, that's a bit of a different idea. I get that. That's great. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was thinking the same, thinking, oh, brilliant. I've just bought a new house and we're decorating and whatnot. Perfect. I'm going to do that. <laughs> and I'm literally half the age of 50 plus. But, I, I genuinely um, can't wait for them, them guys to be 50 plus themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, just because there's a whole comedy skit in that straight away <laughs> so um the last thing i'll mention then gary in my outlines prediction you could do the next outlines prediction uh, video but is something we mentioned on the preview i mentioned it and you thought oh it's interesting but i don't know where it's going to go but say Brody really a win again wins it because this is what this video is all about um and then they do that tnt title they've got two tnt titles because he he took that dustbinny beer can looking one and he was showing it in his little video to promote saturday's match and they use that and basically put that on dark so you said brand split okay this instantly <laughs> when you said brand split the dark versus dynamite <laughs> where would you put some of the characters though um, I would put Brandon Cutler in Avalon secretly somehow joined the Dark Order accidentally through a D&D &D match. Um, <laughs> I will put uh, the Hybrid 2 accidentally trip into another world and then accidentally putting on some masks and then they end up in the Dark Order. And then you've got like the ex ex executives of uh, Dynamite, all the big, big stars going, what is happening down there at the moment? Because they rarely end up on Dark. And then suddenly imagine having like Kenny or Hangman having a match on Dark and then suddenly going, Jesus, I'm surrounded by people in Dark Order masks. And then it somehow like revives um, a good old brand, brand, little brand war. And it'll be good as well because there is talks and we, me and you have discussed this previously, Gary, of um, the AW might end up with another hour or two hours of TV time eventually. Um, either end of the year or going on to next year, hopefully as well, fingers crossed, because I think two hours of dynamite itself is not enough. And even dark is not enough sometimes. But if they do that, it's a little good birth as well. Because in the brand split, you can end up with that third-ish type of one, if you know what I mean, where I don't want to join the dark order. I don't want to join the dynamite side. I'm going to join the third brand. And they can just take, like, they can take shots at NXT again by using the third brand. 
wow, this is very outlandish right now. You know, the third brand could be a really good comedy stable. <laughs> Nakazawa being the main guy. Yes. <laughs> we need more Michael Nakazawa, to be fair. I really enjoyed his match against Kip Sabian this week, to be honest. Um, <laughs> there was one shot where I think he was pouring oil on Kip when he was led down in the middle of the ring. No, oh, I can't remember. Something to do with his oil, as usual. And it pans to Kip Sabian's face, who actually in shock. And then it pans to Flay Ford's face. And she's equally as in shock. And I, I really laughed at it. And both Tony and Taz were peeing themselves as well on commentary. But but no. Um, but that's enough for me, Gary. I'm actually drained having about 15 minutes speaking about this outlandish prediction right now. Is there any, any uh, extra bit you want to put onto it? Oh, I'm more than happy with that. If anyone wants to comment on it, just comment below or send us a tweet. Fantastic. Um, if you haven't done also already, guys, please like and subscribe. We are a new channel. We're trying to build up as much as possible. Um, we've recently just got on ourselves on Red Circle, so you might see us on Spotify, um, Apple down the line, Google Podcast down the line, wherever you get your podcasts from. And we will be doing much, much more. Please stay tuned to our review of Saturday Night Dynamite. Me and Gary hopefully are going to do it on Sunday morning UK time, which might come out in the afternoon or later on that day. Sometimes my PC doesn't want to download the videos quick enough, hence 1 at 1 a.m. UK time the other night. I got a bit of stick off, Gary. However, much appreciated. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you very soon.